How's it going, Sha? Uh, it's going great. I um, changed the filter in my um, Brita water pitcher. Okay. So we're set for another six months. <laughs> Nothing else to worry about. Nope. Not at all. I uh I have uh, been a like huge like uh antagonist I guess I don't know how you say that word like I'm not a proponent what's the weather word when you're against it um I know what you mean but, I yeah. don't know what the word is I can't think of it right now because you're asking listeners me. if y'all know the word yeah send if you know the, the word, word. <laughs> if you know our words please let us know but I've been that uh to the uh Brita filters. I feel like they do a great job, but I feel like I'm in the one uh, city where that's not required. Like New York tap water is pretty solid. Um, yeah, that is true. That is you know, true. I didn't see the value of it until like I traveled and I was like, man, like these other states, like you should get a Brita water filter automatically. Like it should just come in the mail, which whatever Con Edison version of their state offers mm -hmm. they should offer you brita filters as well for paying for that trash water um places that i thought would have great water like i went to hawaii their like whole thing is like beach and water water's trash oh, no 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 place that is next to water no city that's right next to water has good water <laughs> yeah. because it's that dirty ass water that it's floating in from like uh i don't know europe or something it's got a whole bunch of gross shit in it so yeah no landlock i mean atlanta's water is not the best but it's not as bad as um the water i've had in florida i'm sorry florida but y'all are too close to the water you know Fresh being water. a peninsula is kind of messing with you and yeah. your water is no good california water uh la i guess mostly no i've had water in san francisco yeah either way bad it's bad yeah like it's la bad. the only reason you don't complain about the water in like la is because there's no other water so you're just like happy there's water there like there's <laughs> like droughts and shit so they're like all right we'll take it fine but like everywhere else like i i expect it i guess i've been spoiled because i've been like at the peak water mm -hmm. but i didn't realize that it was that hard to get good water out the tap it's right Right. I try to tell, I mean, I, I, I know of some friends and some family members who don't uh, believe me when I say that New York water really is. And they're from here, they're here in New York. And they're like, nah, I still, I think I should put a little. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Trust me. Trust me on this. You guys never have to let the brown run out. <laughs> and that is, although I don't know, uh, lately, um, our cold water, we have to let the brown run out. It happens once or twice a week. I don't know if someone's working on pipes somewhere in our vicinity, and that's why <laughs> suddenly there's just brown and then not. But um, but yeah, uh, for what I I think I got the picture just because I was like, 
yeah, I want, I'm tired of having, spending, you know, money on water or just coming back with half empty bottles of water from various shows that you do. Right, like, right. You can have a bottle of water and you're like, great, thanks. Um, so then I've got the whole apartment just littered with half bo- half filled bottles of Poland Springs or whatever. Um, <laughs> and so I got a pitcher and I put a filter in it and it was fine. And then, you know, coronavirus. So we just kind of rode, rode that out, <laughs> that filter out uh, for a long time. And, uh, and then I got another filter. And now I'm nice. like, great, great. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. So I really feel like I've, <laughs> I've done the, you know, beginning of the year cleaning that you're supposed to do. Uh, there you go. You know, you change the filter in your water pitcher and you're set for a year. Uh, you change your um, shower curtain, uh, your okay. shower liner. If you have a shower curtain, we have doors which I hate, but, um, you know, you clean those things, uh, and then you're set forever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I don't live in filth and squalor, everyone. I swear. I swear I don't. It doesn't sound like, it just sounds real, like simple. Like you don't need a lot in life shot. No, no, I guess not. I need a lot of storage. I have, I do get a lot of shit, but, um, but you know, as far as uh, simple things, I need lots of, paper towels to clean just to wipe things down. Cause that's how I deal with stress. Uh, so I've been really burning through the bounty, but, um, other than that, yeah, I'm simple. I'm a simple gal. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I could tell you that, uh, while I don't necessarily s- support the need for Brita filters in New York, mm-hmm. I will say I used them once in an experiment that like, I would like to think work, but admittedly, I'm, I wasn't qualified to do. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? So, like, so this was my logic, and I feel like it makes sense. Um, Brita filters filter out like the nonsense that's in water, right? So you can pour fountain water like straight out the tap, mm-hmm. and it'll make it as good as you know the water you normally drink from a bottled company. That's kind of my understanding of it, right? Right, right. So I poured really cheap vodka through the filter system. Okay. Because my understanding is that better vodka is just filtered more. Gotcha. Okay. And in my head, I was like, I could death taste the difference. (laughs) But like, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I was just trashed off of vodka shots. Sure. Yeah. Okay. No, I can see where um I, I, I see where the first steps were going. Um yeah. but you also would need to do uh like a proper taste test uh yeah. to see if vodka even has the things that a Brita filter is looking for. Fair, fair. You know, I'll, if it's even filtering the right, because I mean, if it's taking all of the fluoride out of the vodka, that's doing no one any good. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to keep the fluoride in our vodka. So, um, yeah, but I, I imagine when you um, when you really uh, came up to the decision to do this experiment, you were probably uh, a little, a little buzzed. Yeah, no, we were already like, way too far gone to be <laughs> adequately judging it. But like we were convinced we'd come up with some shit. Like, yo, we could buy some cheap vodka. Yeah, and no, be like, you cannot do that. 
no. I was hype, yo. I thought I discovered something. Like, I, I'm going to turn on my Georgie to Ciroc. Yeah. Right now, right in no, front of y'all. That's not actually you uh, know? the case. Right. I yeah. had a whole like business model plan. I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy all the Georgie. I'm going to pour it in, you know, and I'm going to sell that. I'm going to sell these bottles, you know, and then if I pour it through twice, you're not know, going to be like your double distilled. Right. Yes. Um, I, you had to be drunk in order to think that you would have been the first person to think of that. I think, I don't know. I feel like I gotta be up. Like I gotta be high on the list. No, no. I'm pretty sure the minute that those hit the ground, someone was like, pour vodka through there. See if that gets a cleaner. (laughs) Pour all the liquors, pour pour my whiskey through there. See if it turns into bourbon. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm pretty sure that's basically um I'm sure that's been done a million times. But I felt I felt like an innovator shot. I know that's what vodka makes you do. It makes you yeah. feel like an innovator. So you can't <laughs> don't listen to vodka. Vodka have you out in the streets. <laughs> but like also talking and making sense. That's the thing with vodka. Vodka will have you out in the streets doing something stupid, but when you go to explain it, it's like, huh? Yo. That, Came so close to making sense. Yo, cause I had like the I had it was at a party. Like I had people sold. Like they were like, yo, I ain't gonna front. That sound dope. Right. And I started doing it. Mm-hmm. And like, mind you, everyone else was trash too. Sure. So like when I'm passing out these vodkas, like I was like, yo, try this one first. And they would try to try <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not good. That's not <laughs> then I'll be like, all right, try this one. And it was the better vodka, mm-hmm. but that's already two drinks. A vodka on top of whatever they were drinking, they gone. So they're not really like adequately judging my genius. Right. Yeah. So you can, uh, I'm glad that you're calling it your genius. That's very confident of you. Uh, that you're basically uh, forcing people to binge drink so that you could possibly start a business. But um, that's not, that's not exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that would have uh, uh, passed any other very stringent tests, I think. Listen. I'm on tape distilleries coming soon. 2022. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Welcome to the war report. (laughs) My name is Gaston Monte. I'm with the homie Chile What's up? We are here to talk about a lot of stuff, including uh the the Brita filter game. You know what I mean? That's what we do. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, I'm excited. To do the show today, because I got to tell you, like, the world fell apart after our last episode. It was the next day, the following day, the world fell apart. Yo, the same day. We recorded the episode. Then, like, two hours later, like, the Kim and Kanye stuff hits. We'll get into oh, that yes. later. Oh, right. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, so I was like, y'all should hit up shot. And, and then the next day, everything goes down. I'm like, all right, no one's going to talk about the Kim and Kanye thing. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's been a, a hectic ride. I just want y'all to know that those two episodes were recorded beforehand. Don't think we were ignorant. Like yeah, don't think we didn't know what was going on. It wasn't going on yet <laughs> when we were talking. Oh, it's, it's, the, it's, uh, it's an occupational hazard of doing a topical show, yeah. uh, especially right now um, when topics can be the most important thing in the world. Uh, and then eclipsed literally two hours later. Every exactly. two hours, every two hours, it could be something. And so. listen, we we could admittedly do the podcast 
closer to the release date, but that would mess with our sleep schedules, and we just not gonna do that. Yeah, we, no, no, no. I'm gonna sleep. I want to sleep. Yeah, like I, I like, I like, I like our lives right now. They're pretty comfortable. With that said, though, y'all know the craziness is going on, so let's hop into that. Uh, starting the week off with politics, the House is set to vote on a resolution calling to remove Trump from office by the 25th Amendment. That's right. Uh, the House of Representatives is expected to vote Tuesday on the measure calling for President Donald Trump to be removed from office in the wake of the violent siege of the U.S. Capitol last week. Uh, the resolution uh, brought forth by uh, Democratic Representative Jamie Raskin of Maryland calls on VP Mike Pence to immediately use his power under Section 4 of the 25th Amendment to convene and mobilize the principal officers of the executive departments in the cabinet to declare what is obvious to a horrified nation that the president is unable to successfully discharge the duties of his office. My man dropped bars right there. Put your hands together, my man. <laughs> Much respect, Jamie Rad. He wrote that out with, yo, that was from his heart. He said, yeah, you're going to get all this fury. You know what I mean? I, well, I, I mean, I guess someone needs to be mad because I don't think this is going to matter. No, why not, Sha? Because um, all all this resolution is doing is saying that the House is officially saying that Mike Pence needs to remove Trump with the 25th Amendment. Right. I mean, you can literally get a skywriter. You can, um, you know, send him an edible arrangement. You can have, <laughs> you can do all kinds of things. Pence has already shown that he's not, he's already said, I'm not going to use the 25th Amendment. I'm reluctant to do so. And it's like, oh, uh, okay, uh, but we really think you should. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> Come on, uh, Pence. Yeah, he's not. I mean, like, it. they rolled up on the Capitol building yelling, hang Mike Pence. I don't know if you saw that footage. That's wow. So if you've got an angry mob uh, and they are running up and they are calling out your name specifically after uh, your boss just said, hey, if he don't do the right thing, I mean, I don't know. And so he riles them up. They go. They're yelling for him. Yeah. They're mere seconds away while he's trying to do his job. And he's still after that is like. Yeah, I'm probably not going to use the 25th Amendment. My man's not going to use the 25th Amendment. Like, it's a wrap. <laughs> he's not, not going to do it. I, I real talk, I expected Mike Pence to turn into Denzel at the end of training day. Like, I thought he was going to be like, I'm opening cases or all you bitches. You know, I thought he was just going to be pointing out at people. Nah, he ain't about that life. No, no, no. Clearly he's not. What? He has no moxie. At all. Yeah, and he's completely just like giving it up for for whatever reason and uh, and now would be a time for him to truly make a stand and he's still like yeah i mean it's just i mean i we talked and we agreed that yeah maybe they shouldn't have gotten violent i'm like what kind of battered relationship are you in we find out Trump putting his hands on Mike. Man. Yeah, like that. It's truly scary. I can't imagine anyone having that kind of hold on me. <laughs> the wild thing is, like, if I was Mike, you know why I know I, I would do it? 
And not even because it's the right thing to do, not even because they called out my name, but because this has got to be the coolest way to have the job of president and have no pressure. Like, he could be president for, like, 10 days. He could still say he holds the belt. He gets the pension. He gets everything. Like, he gets all the benefits of having been president without having to do any of the real work. And he gets the glory of, like, yo, I even got rid of Trump. He gets mad props. He does get mad props, but I don't think he wants props. I think he wanted to be president, like, prop, like, president. I think he wanted to be president enough to do some things to further screw up the country, is what I think Pence wanted. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to really fuck up the country the way I wanted to. I wanted, I, I really, I was trying to get us back to like, um, you know, kept women and like, you know, I'm really trying to get us closer to Handmaid's Tale. And I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that in like four business days. So, so he's probably being a little hard headed too. Like, hey, either I get to properly fuck up the country or I don't fuck it up at all, <laughs> which is wild. But I think he probably thought that after like two years, Trump would be like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And Pence would be able to get in there and, and fuck it up the way he wanted to. And yeah. when it didn't turn into that, I think he is somehow, I think that's where he, he's sticking his gumption where he's like, well, <laughs> that's not what I we agree to. Yeah, if I, if I can't do it my way, I won't do it at all. I can't imagine any other reason to not <laughs> do this 25th. Although the 25th amendment thing still would take some time. Apparently. Yeah, Pence is definitely uh, like take his take his ball and go home type of kid. <laughs> he absolutely <Like. laughs> is. After after everybody has deflated the ball numerous times, like people will, he will bring his ball. Someone will take snatch the ball out of his hand before he even gets to the field, and then he just stands on the field, just kind of watching as everybody destroys his ball. And then <laughs> just before it's time for everyone to go home, he'll take his battered ball and say, "I'm going home." Oh. And everyone's like, we stopped playing like an hour ago. <laughs> nah, we, we playing tag, my G. Like that, yeah, that game we're not getting over. Playing with your ball, we we messed your ball up already. Oh boy, a <laughs> <That was> bum. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice for the house to be like, hey man, you should use the twenty fifth amendment. Um, but like, you know what I mean? That's just like. Everyone just agree. Yeah. Do you agree? I agree. We all agree. Look yeah. at us agreeing. We all agree. <laughs> oh, man. The defiant Trump denounces violence, but takes no responsibility for the inciting of a deadly riot. That's right. We are all surprised. The <laughs> defiant president, Donald Trump, insisted on Tuesday his speech inciting the riot at the U.S. Capitol was totally appropriate, while at the same time calling for no violence in his first public remarks to reporters after the insurrection last week. Later, Trump likened attempts to impeach him for a second time to a witch hunt and baselessly <laughs> warned that his successor, President-elect Joe Biden, might be removed from office himself. My man's shooting all types wow, of stuff. He's just shooting blindly. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> my man is wilding right now oh I, my gosh you know i didn't know this shot i looked into this i didn't know that uh that um no one's actually been removed from office when they've been impeached it's been uh 
three presidents impeached and all of them like they impeached them but they didn't they didn't do the second step where it goes to the senate and they're like yo uh right you gotta go yeah i I think uh was nixon impeached and then he was just like oh fuck this i'm out yeah he he resigned he would have been the first one that people think would have actually gone they would have gone through the steps of it yeah but he's but he split before they could he knew it was coming. He's like, nah, I'm good. Baby. Yeah, I'm yeah, exactly. Right exactly. <laughs> Which is what people kind of thought Trump would do. It'd just be like, well, you can't fire me. I quit. Because nah. that feels like something he would do. But at least it, it felt like something he would do. But we we didn't realize just how much of a narcissist we're dealing with. Where he's just like, <laughs> I don't even know what y'all are talking about. Anyway, you got to watch out for this next guy. He's the one that's the problem. Also, I didn't incite them to violence at all. I just said, walk with me down there. And if they don't do their thing, we got to fight, fight, fight. Anywho, I'm going home to watch TV. <laughs> like in the article, he's quoted as saying like, uh, he, uh, he falsely said that uh, those who analyze his remarks before the deadly insurrection attempt had found no fault in them. Direct quote from Trump. They've analyzed my speech, my words. Everybody to a T thought it was appropriate. I, I, at this point, like, I'm convinced that, like, I think Trump has, like, uh, like, he's really progressive in one way. Like, he hired, uh, a person who identifies as they, and that one person is the person running all these reports. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, do you think there's some non-binary hack? Yeah, who's in here doing the reports and telling him what he needs to hear. That's, that's, that's what happens. I think that person told Trump, "Hey, listen, all the reports are going to say you Gucci, but you got to <laughs> say they when you talk to me." I ain't having none of these wild nicknames like everybody else. <laughs> and he went for it. And now he gets to say this wildness right here. But that person knows, like, hey, I ain't getting disrespected. Oh, well, that's that's a relief. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't make any sense of it anymore. It don't make sense, huh? No, it doesn't. Thing. It doesn't. It really doesn't. I'm, uh, it's dude wilding right here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, sudden change to Homeland Security leadership raises new worries at the worst possible time. That's right. Against the backdrop of looming threats leading up to inauguration day, the Department of Homeland Security is bringing in its one, two, three, four, five, six secretary under President Donald Trump. Union concerns over a department in flux as authorities brace for the possibility of more violence. You know that Obama had three people serve in that role over eight years. This dude got six and four. <laughs> Nobody wants to do this job at home, but they're like, nah, I quit. I quit. Yeah, I mean, I imagine either he's tough to work for or he's trying to set a record. <laughs> number of, so he's trying to be the number one president with the most secretaries working <laughs> at Homeland Security. Yeah, maybe. I feel like he may not even really know what they do. Like, I don't think he even knows he's firing people who are in charge. I think he (laughs) thinks they're just legit secretaries. (laughs) You, I don't see you taking any notes. Right, exactly. You know, know, I'm talking all the time. You don't write none of my stuff down. 
Yeah. So I feel like that, that also could be a problem. So he's just like, I, just call the temp agency, get another secretary. <laughs> it's like, sir, that's not, what's See not what's on Craigslist on the town, B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just look up someone that? on Monster. What's the problem? Oh man, that's awesome. Uh, you know, maybe that's what he thinks. Like when he says like, I'm uh, increasing uh, the amount of like employed Americans. He's like, I got six, you know, secretaries right. of defense. My damn sub, like I'm doing that out here. Right, Over exactly. All me, I got six of them bad boys in the streets. Yeah, I think he thinks he's creating jobs without realizing that the jobs are quickly <laughs> <laughs> being vacated. <laughs> You're oh, not creating goodness. a bunch of jobs. It's just this one job that you can't seem to. <laughs> oh man, that is amazing. Six people have had the gig. Um, yeah, I, I think that's I wanna say like a part of me feels like he's had as many as there were before altogether. Cause the role only existed right um when Bush uh like after the 9-11 stuff. Right. Yeah. So I think he only had like three, two. Okay, yeah. No, so he's at least evened up. <laughs> the oh, number man doing numbers out here. He, like, he's doubled the number of people running this uh I guess yeah. important in the quarter of the time. Yeah, well, you both, know. Wow. Like if this is basketball, this is a dynasty. You know what I mean? It's like Jordan numbers right here. You know what I mean? It's the 96 Bulls <laughs> of getting people fired. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think you maybe he just kind of believes his own TV show too much. <laughs> you think he still does it like that? Uh, I think so. Well, I think he would have if there wasn't Twitter. Yeah, true. I think he used Twitter as his, you're fired. <laughs> because, you know, he was told, they just told him like, yeah, I mean, if you say it on Twitter, I guess it's legally binding and it stands. So he's like, oh, awesome, bet. And so he just went about just firing, just like, and just like, you know, hey, so-and-so, you know, did a great job under me. I'm sure they're going on to bigger and better things, but we're going to let them go. And that person was like, um, what? <laughs> like, getting text messages that, yo, you were just fired. And they're like, you know what? You imagine you, get, you find out you got fired because you got tagged? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my um, God. Who, what, I, I feel like there was someone who was getting ready to give a speech like this was early in the, the yeah. Trump. he was getting ready. He was like out in California or something, getting ready to give a speech. And then Trump tweeted out that he fired the dude and he was like stripped of everything. It was just like, Hey man, you've been fired. They pulled him aside into a room and they were like, uh, Trump just fired you. So, uh, here are your things and you can get on this flight. Not the one you came on. Wow. Uh, you don't have to go to a commercial flight. Like it was just like immediate. But you don't got to do the speech though. You know what I mean? You good at Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, or it, it was either he, it was before he did the speech or he was doing the speech. And meanwhile, on televisions in the other room, it was saying that he was fired. Like it was something, <laughs> it was something so crazy and redonkulous. If you're out there, um, uh, war reporters. Ooh, I like that war reporters. Anywho, oh, I like it. 
if you're out there and you know what I'm talking about, please remind me. Please let me know whatever it is. Um, I can't remember who the dude was, but I just remember like literally just getting fired as you're, you know what I mean? Like the team <laughs> CNN is just like, so-and-so was fired and you turn around and he's still at the podium talking and it's like, does he know? <laughs> oh man, it's gotta hurt. <laughs> yeah. And then to come back and it's like, well, I know we flew you out here on a government plane, but you're going to have to catch that spirit back. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't even give me business class. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's all scrunched up now. It's all business on spirit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> uh, <laughs> the FBI warns armed protests are being planned at all 50 state capitals and Washington D.C. Uh, the FBI has been receiving information indicating armed protests are being planned at all 50 states. Um, and the U.S. Capitol in D.C. in the days leading up to the president-elect Joe Biden's inauguration on January 20th, according to an internal bulletin. You know, what's really <laughs> been bugging me, Shot? What's that? Where do these people communicate? Like, they don't strike me as like, yo, we on Reddit. You know what I mean? Like, hit me up. Um, Huh. Huh. Like, I'm stumped. Like, how did they get the word out to, like, this many people? And like none of like, cause my thing was like, I, like, for example, with the attack, like nobody at like Peter Pan bus company was like, yo, we getting a lot of white folk booking bus tickets this week. Like nobody was like alerted to that. Like that didn't seem strange to them. Like, yo, we get like everybody cashing in this like well, $6 trip to DC from Alabama. Like, well, we so here's, that. well, here's one thing. One thing is there were a lot of, um, uh, extremely well-off people who made the trip, so they weren't ne- necessarily alert. I mean, if you were dry, if you are first, either there were um, like people who are millionaires or very well-off who were chartering buses for folks to ride on for free. That was one way people were getting out there. Another okay. way was that a lot of the people we want to think that these are just some yokels somewhere sharing like. Uh, you know, teeth or whatever, but these are well off. A lot of these people are well off. Like they're doing, they're middle class, upper middle class. They are doing fine. Yeah. And so they're able, cause I mean, when there was footage of them hanging out in their hotel, like at the hotel bar where a lot of them were staying and it was like, like a, either a Hyatt or a Marriott or something like that. And I mean like, so it wasn't like, you know, they were all surrounding the two vending machines on the in the lobby. They were like, it's well lit. They're like in the atrium. Do you know what I mean? Like right, right. They, these people are doing well. So yeah. that's the other thing is that we got to stop thinking that these are just poor people living in trailers, blah, blah, blah. Um, not that they weren't there, too. I'm sure they were there. They may have gotten on some of the free buses that the millionaires paid for to get folks out there. Yeah. But. The reason that a lot of the no fly, you know, a lot of stuff was going down in the airports a- afterwards was because these people were flying out in like business class and shit. Right, and right. No, so you're not, I mean, like, you're just like, I guess they're just going to DC because, uh, who, you know, you want to see the, you know what I mean? It's just whatever. I don't know if anything really tipped them off, but that's one thing is that another thing about how they're communicating, um, 
they probably there probably were rooms on Reddit um, that got shut down. But you know, you can just kind of move around maybe a lot on Reddit and hopefully elude the moderators for another day. But um, are you familiar with 4chan? I've heard of that, but I, I've never been on it. 4chan is uh, how do I even describe it? It's like a it's like proto Reddit. It's it's okay. It's before, definitely before Reddit, but it was just uh, just kind of a forum based um, place where people would set, you know, where people set up, you know, rooms and all this kind of stuff to discuss all this shit. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of QAnon stuff, uh, a lot of conspiracy theories, all this kind of stuff is on 4chan. And then there's a, and 4chan got cracked. And I mean, like 4chan has been around for a very long time, the early days of internet and that got cracked down. So now there's even like an eight chan where, you know, they've gone into a darker space. And then there are also like a few um, ways of communicating that are encrypted. So like WhatsApp, but evil. Okay. You know, so that's another way there. I read, I can't remember the company names because I only just read them today, but they were like, uh, you know, just that kind of app based, like communication system, but they're encrypted or encoded in some way, the way WhatsApp is. So it's, it's harder to get that information, but that's how, and then some people were just doing it just full on, like, yeah, we're going to run up on the Capitol and folks were like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Because no one would. I mean, because we didn't take down. it seriously. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, how are you? Yeah, right. Okay, you're going to run up on the Capitol, right? Like, right. how are you going to do that? Oh, sure, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, people knew that there was a rally or a march or whatever, but it would be the same as like when there was the women's march after uh, Trump won. And 500,000 women went down to D.C. and marched. So that's, I'm sure, what people were thinking of. You know, just like, oh, so it's going to be like that. You know, yeah, you're going to run up on the Capitol. Not that you're going to actually run up on the Capitol building. But you guys are going to just be in D.C. and make your displeasure heard. Right. Because that's what the rest of us mean when we say that. But, oh, no, you actually have grappling hooks and fucking zip ties and shit. <laughs> oh, okay. And you had the president saying, Hey, let's walk up this way, this direction and run up on the Capitol. I'll be right there with you. We're going to do this. All right, cool. I'm just going to go across the street here to my house and then y'all take care of the rest. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I, uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out, like, I was like, I don't know if this is like, uh, like, uh, like a clubhouse for like racist people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, they own version of clubhouse. Like, like they call it treehouse or some shit, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, there are things, there are things out there that we, you know, don't even know about. I mean, you know, and keep in mind before all of this happened, parlor was still open. Uh, And so like the things that we are now like, Oh, it's shut down. How do they do it? Well, beforehand it was not shut down. A lot of Facebook groups were, I mean, like there were a lot of fix- Facebook group Facebook groups. There were a lot of people on Parlor, um, you know, having having these discussions and making these plans and all of this shit. So they were kind of doing it out in the open, but we've already 
it's been four years, right? So if there's anybody in our life who is talking crazy, we've already muted them, right? So we don't know <laughs> what they're doing. And that's the thing is that, uh, no, I'm not following my racist uncle anymore because he's talking crazy. So I just unfollowed him or I unfriended him. And it's like, great. Well, your racist uncle uh, just bought a bunch of tasers and now he's on a plane to D.C. So we paid the price now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go figure. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to like this. This like make a transition to supposedly uh, mm. this equally heavy topic with uh, COVID. Uh, Ireland has the world's highest COVID nineteen rate. Really? Yeah. Um, it just got announced. Um, when Ireland came out of its strict six week lockdown in December, it had one of the lowest levels of COVID-19 cases in Europe. Since then, the situation has dramatically unraveled. The country recorded the highest infection rate in the world last week, according to All World in Data, an online scientific publication based out of University of Oxford. In the seven days leading up to January 10th, Ireland reported around 1,323 COVID cases per 1 million people. The statistics mm. showed. Um, on Friday, it recorded the highest daily increase in infections since the beginning of the pandemic with 8,248 new cases. Um, yeah, they're doing numbers over there. Oh, my God. Is it? Huh. I wonder why that is. Yeah, uh, the the spike seems to be related similarly to our spike here. Um, they, oh, everybody feels like uh, being inside and drinking. Yeah, you know, the holidays, people said, oh, you know, we good money over here. Let's get together for Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, and uh, bang, bang, bang. You know what I mean? <laughs> In the words of Ghostface. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. how it went down. Uh, <laughs> some 40% of Ireland's most recent positive cases of COVID-19 are caused by the more contagious UK variant. Oh, uh, yeah. right. That's not helping either. Yeah, they no. doing numbers out there. Yeah, that UK version. They got to oh. do work, man. Look at that. That's what y'all get talking that smack in early December. Popping <laughs> that shit. Oh, we did six weeks. We good out here in these streets. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's good. We're all bad. <laughs> You're back out here, baby. You just all, like us. Stay in your house. Yeah. And and honestly, I mean, I guess maybe this should make Southern California feel better. <laughs> right. <laughs> because that block is hot. <laughs> so, LA is yikes. But um at least they're not Ireland. And also I, I imagine it's cold it's cold. It's cold. Yeah, it's gotta be yeah. Ireland. So yeah. and I I've never been to Ireland. Um so I this is not based on anything but uh my gut, but I feel like every building in Ireland is really just a cave. So there's probably like everything, housing, all, all of it, the bars, <laughs> restaurants, hospitals, everything is literally in a cave. Uh kind of like um Middle Earth. For those of you who, for my J.R.R. Tolkien fans, a little, just a little bit like a bunch of Hobbit houses, just a bunch of Hobbit caves is what I think Ireland is. And then the top of that is all that beautiful green grass and a couple of drunk folk. Um, <laughs> I love the idea of the, uh, the great Ireland dream of one day owning your own cave. <laughs> 
You know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, dare to dream, dare to dream. But uh, yeah, so uh, so I imagine, you know, so I'm like, oh well, there's no way they're getting good airflow in there. They're all in caves. It's probably very drippy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I apologize to anyone who's Irish and uh, listening to me right now. Try to explain what your situation is because clearly I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, that is, that's rough. That's rough. It's real. It's real out yeah. there. People, people ain't doing the work, you know, it's, it's a, it's a long-term game here. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody you like, I'm, I'm sorry. Just maybe you gotta like commit to not, <laughs> to, to not seeing people for a while. Like it's, it's not going to be, there's no, when do we get back to no mask? It's going to be like a few years before we get back to absolutely no masks. I just read something on the New York times, uh, as you were setting up Gastor, that was like, people are starting to double up on their masks. And, really? um, yeah. And some researchers are saying, you know, it's not actually a bad idea. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because like the mask isn't supposed to, it's not airtight. It's basically just trying to keep the particles from going directly into your nose or mouth. Right. Right. Uh, so there's no direct way, but the way uh, the cloth and, and the materials are, it kind of just breaks them up. So like if you've got one uh, COVID particle or one air aerosol or some sort of particle, it may have a little bit of COVID on it. Right. Okay. And it's trying to go directly into your mouth. Um, but with the mask on, it's going to hit one hole and it's going to, it's not going to be able to fit all the way through that hole. So it's going to shed a, a little bit of it. And then it may, there may be another hole that it can get through, but it's going to be a, a, a smaller hole. And so maybe it's going to shed a little bit more and then it may hit the wall of the, of the next mask or, you know, whatever it's, it's truly filtering. So what may even get close to your face is not as strong as it was on the outside of the masks. So if you're doubling that up, like if you're doing two cloth masks, right. then it, that's more barriers for the air particles to try to go through. Uh, and in doing, trying to go through, it's going to shed more and more of itself. So it's going to be even smaller when it gets to you. Now, I mean, if you have asthma, I don't, know if you're going to be able to do this, but I've been putting a folded up uh, paper towel in my cloth mask since the beginning. Okay. Uh, Cause the cloth, the cloth masks need to be at least two layers of cloth. And so I've been just sticking a paper towel in there. And, um, and so I, I'm like, yeah, yeah, go on, slap another one on. I shouldn't be outside anyway. If I can't <laughs> breathe, that's what I get. That's what I get for going out to get Gatorade. I shouldn't have been doing that. So yeah. I'll put another mask on. You deserve it. <laughs> yeah, if I if I pass out, yeah, you didn't need those cookies. So, <laughs> my, uh, I've uh, I've been put onto the multiple mask thing early because my my wife works at a at a doctor's office, mm -hmm. but it just it doesn't look pleasant. So I I didn't think people was gonna get on board with it because we couldn't get people on board with one mask. She got right, you know, like. She tells me she's like it hurts because you know it's it's like the first mask is the mask everyone wears. Then mm -hmm. she has a a more high tech mask that is specific for like doctors and nurses. She wears that over the regular mask, 
Is that and, like the the N95 yeah, one? She has yeah, the motherfucker's hurt. Yeah, she's like, it hurts. Like, she'll show me like during her like lunch break and she'll have like lines on her face. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, she works with uh, with cancer patients. So they have to be extra careful. So like right. if, uh, if uh, they're like unsure if like a guest had something or whatever, she'll have like a third layer that she has to put on for the day so that they don't risk this patient. Mm-hmm. So like she'll straight up look like, yo, we just found ET. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It is yeah. Wow. But is in turn, she's safe, you know, and she's like, yo, it's the only way like me and a doctor feel confident that nothing's happening to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goodness. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. And I mean, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to find, uh n95 or kn95 masks for me personally because i don't i'm not doing anything where like let's leave those for the people who truly need it right right. um so you know i i've got cloth masks but uh like i will for sure double up on those i have no problem with that and still put a paper towel in there and you know some do i have to sometimes stop and catch my breath yeah yeah i gotta do that but that's fine. I mean, I haven't been upstairs in a long time. So there are many reasons why it's not just the mask. (laughs) (laughs) It's also because I eat jelly sandwiches every day. That may have something to do with me being out of breath. That's fair. That's fair. You know, I, I, I I don't think uh, the empanadas I eat are great for my cardio. Right. Yeah. Oh man, brutal honesty. That's what you get here on the war yep. report. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> uh let's see here. The the uh uh WHO, do you call them the who? Like I feel like unprofessional saying that. You oh, say the, the World who? Health Organization. Yeah. Yeah. I just say World Health. I don't want to call them the who. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel weird. like they like a band or something. Like they about Yeah, to I mean there is a band called the Who, and that's yeah. who gets to be called the Who. <laughs> The World Health Organization warns that herd immunity won't happen in 2021. That's right, Shalewa. You and I will be doing this podcast for at least another year because we got no live shows coming up. Right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The World Health Organization has warned that social distancing measures will need to stay in place for the rest of this year. Uh, they, They waited purposely for January to drop this announcement for clarity. Uh, even as vaccinations roll out, uh, get underway globally because it takes time to build up herd immunity. Uh, who's uh, chief scientist slash lead singer, Dr. Uh, Somia <laughs> <laughs> said herd immunity, a situation where the majority of the population becomes immune, won't be achieved this year. Uh, so, yeah, uh, reinforcing what we've been hearing. And what we've been seeing, but been too stubborn to believe. Uh, stay your ass inside. Yeah, stay inside. Keep wearing Have, a mask. Keep wearing two of them. Two we of just them told mask. you, wear two masks. That's wear two it. masks. And if wearing two masks is a lot for you, then I guess stay inside. That's, just trust me, there's nothing fun going on out there. That's all there is, is. There's nothing fun going on out there. <laughs> It's all been obliterated and no one knows how to have fun anymore. No one knows how to have small talk. We've all struggled in this. There's no reason to rush out there right now. We are going to be awkward, 
pudgy messes. Don't worry. Don't I'll worry. Expect everybody to like get together and like talk each other through their phones. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be us like staring at each other's phones and we're going to be sitting across from each other like FaceTime in any way. Yeah. Be good times. Yeah, we don't we don't know how to we we've been we've been drastically altered by this situation and it's only going to keep happening. So while it's happening, I mean, stay in your house clothes. <laughs> be comfortable, you know what I mean? Yeah. Embrace it. Y'all are really trying to rush out there and be in bras again? You know? Get out of here. Let's go <laughs> that. It. This is the chance, fellas. You can repeat boxes and be unjudged. I you mean, know? yeah, yeah. If you're not even free balling, it, I'm just right. saying. You know what I mean? Let those cotton sweats touch <laughs> your balls. <laughs> Live the dream. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's what you should be doing. Gray if they're sweat gray sweats, upstairs. if they're gray sweats, uh, maybe take a picture or two, post it go. on a on a finsta. You know, during demon time or whatever it is the kids talk about. Uh, make a new online friend. Look at that right there. Bomb. That's, that's what I recommend to you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not already doing that, I'm very behind on how the people are uh, hooking up. But, you know. Yeah, I feel like this ain't the time for it. Like, how do you, like, that's if, how I feel. Yeah, like if you out here doing numbers, like I'm concerned. Like, yo. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't, you can meet like one new person, but like. That got to be like a real dope love affair. Like, y'all fell in love with her eyes. Good, because that should be the only thing. The only part. You know? <laughs> yes, absolutely. But yeah. Anything else? Nah, uh-uh. I'm not about it. I'm not about mm-hmm. it. Uh-uh. Uh, in the world of business, mm. sales of unapologetically ugly Crocs soared due to COVID. That's right, y'all. Speaking of being comfortable, Crocs. Mm bittersweet moment has arrived in the midst of a global pandemic the foam clog derided by many for being ugly expects 2020 to be a record sales year on monday crocs raises fourth quarter um outlook uh and full year outlook for 2021 now forecasting fourth quarterly year over year revenue to have increased about 55 percent between 407 and 410 million dollars in these ugly ass shoes up from the previous estimate of just 10, 20 to 30%. That's right y'all. This is the movement right here. Be comfortable. You know what I mean? Crocs if you got a Timberland croc, I'm about it. You know what I mean? Send me some construction crocs. I don't think I don't, they don't, I don't do that. Think, I don't think so. They got to I mean, be like a demo. Like I can't be the only one that want construction crocs. No, no, I, 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 I'm willing to bet there has to be at least one other person. Yeah, some beef and who's looking, crocs. who's looking for a steel toe croc. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's someone else. Um, but they were very big with people who worked in kitchens. Okay, correct. Okay. Um, people who worked in their garden, their good gardening shoes, because you could just rinse them off. There you go. Um, uh, maybe with children because you could get those weird little things to put in the holes. Okay. Um, did nurses it. wear them for a hot second, yeah, or am I, I wrong? Like nurses did that for. A yeah, bit. yeah. So, um, but I don't want to think about the reason that their sales went up was because of nurses needing them. That just makes me sad. Yeah, that's a, um, <laughs> that's a bummer. <laughs> um, but also they were kind of poised on a 
ironic comeback. They were right in the cycle of like uh, people wearing them ironically because they were so ugly. Right, right. Um, th- that was going on in fashion anyway. So they were already probably on the rise. Yeah. And like then the dad sneakers. Yes, like the dad sneakers, the whole norm core situation. Um, so I could see that them I could see them doing well anyway, but I mean doing exceedingly well is a little surprising. But I guess maybe if you're working in a garden, a lot of people discover to you know how to plant things. Um oh. maybe they needed the shoes to go with it. They all- or you know, if you're if you're building your own garden because you're gonna live off of the land because we're doomsday prepping yeah you probably want to get some crocs not me you know i'm surprised that like nike hasn't pushed like their like air maxes to like nurses you know like they can have a whole campaign around like nurses being like athletes and like the real mvps of this whole movement you know do they not have they not done anything like that I don't know. I I, I huh. just feel like that should be a thing. Like this is a chance they could like sponsor nursing nurses by like, and it would look cool, you know, because they're doing the right thing. But you know what the problem there would be? Actual nurses would not be able to get those Air Max because of fucking sneaker pimps. Do they still <laughs> call them those sneaker pimps? <laughs> uh, because of these folks who are on StockX or whatever the oh, fuck. Yeah out here buying up all the shoes <laughs> before nurses could get to them. And you can't even make them ugly because that's what the people want. Yeah, you're right. So there's no way, there's no way they could even, you could even get them to the nurses unless Nike actually hired trucks to drive to hospitals and hand them out to nurses. That's the only way. And even then I wouldn't put it past some fucking hype beast to put on all white or some yeah. scrubs or something and try to get some, like I'm, I'm, their way. I'm blown away by like how ugly a sneaker could get, <laughs> and kids are still rocking. Like, uh, I never know how to say it because I I just refuse to buy them. But like, it was a beautiful cause. Like Nike made this like uh like collection of sneakers for the Children's Hospital in Portland. Okay. Um, and like I forget the name of the collection. It's also like a D. But like the idea was beautiful. They had the they would go to the Children's Hospital. And the kids were given, like, different patients were allowed to design Jordans and Nikes. Right, and right. sell them to raise funds for the hospital. It were, like, limited runs. Right. And, you know, it's a beautiful gesture. But, like, Nike was aware, like, yo, these are going to be ugly-ass sneakers, right? We're going to have kids that have been in the hospital. They don't got crayons most of the time. <laughs> you know, like, real, real talk. Like, my seven-year, my, my, my kids, when they were seven, eight years old, Fully healthy with all the time in the world to draw. Can't draw shit. You know what I mean? These <laughs> kids got other problems. You know what I mean? They got other things on their plate, shot. So they ain't really developed their painting game, is all I'm saying. So, like, realistically, I seen these sneakers. They were disgusting over and over again. And they keep putting them out every year. They they horrible. And, you know, I tell you, if I had money, I would buy them because it's a beautiful thing to uh-huh. be able to do that. But, like, to want to wear them blows my mind because it's just... <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, like yo, they got people that went to college, studied. They got art design, and like they dream of making these sneakers, and they still don't always get it right. So I know, like yo, like seven year old, 
that's in this hospital. He ain't he ain't the one. You know what I mean? He can't even grip the pencils. You know what I mean? Like he's not the kid. To, he's not the person who should be designing this stuff. Okay, kept buying them. Okay, hold on. First off, the kid can point to a swoosh and go make that pink. Like they don't have to. <laughs> they don't have to be able to freehand draw. No, but they did that. Shot like they would let them like color and like draw. Like there was one of them. Like I forget. Like there was one where they were like, "Yo, like this is the design they wanted," and it just looked like drop paint. And I was like, "Nah, that's the best that kid could do." And you trying to push this shitty artwork on me. I already got enough of this nonsense on my fridge, okay? I don't need these ugly-ass sneakers for $5,000. You know what I mean? Just tell me, yo, you want $5,000 for this hospital, Nike. I'm about that. But I don't need to own these ugly-ass sneakers for the cause. Okay, look here, sick kids. Y'all keep painting these shoes. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. Don't listen to Gastor. Yeah, no, keep painting them. Like, because... It makes you happy in your heart. I'm just saying, keep them to yourself. Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> keep making the sneakers. Oh, that is so harsh. <laughs> I, don't even know what, I don't even know what to say. That is the harshest thing I've ever heard. And I don't even like Nikes. And that is the hardest thing. I, don't, I feel like I'm in the right here. Like, it's a beautiful gesture. I'm sure you do feel like you're in the right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt that you think you are absolutely correct. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. I, 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 I just, I don't need to be wearing that on my shoe. Like, you, have you seen kids artwork? You don't, you don't wear that shit. Like, all them, all them shitty ass uh, freaking... Uh, what is the, the pasta ties that kids give their parents? No parent wants to wear that shit outside. You say, thank you, honey, and you put that shit under your mattress and you forget <laughs> about it till you move. Right? Nobody, Yo. nobody, put, nobody displays that art, let alone wears it. They don't want that out in public. It's a shame. Like, yeah, look, look at this terrible shit my kid did. Nobody nobody shows those things. Okay, look. We're and going Nike to have has the nerve to put that on sneakers? We are going to have to start a Patreon so that our <laughs> listeners can donate money to go to your children's therapist. <laughs> because oh, if man. they ever hear this, it's a wrap, B. Nah, it's I a wrap. Them the flat out truth. Like they know exactly where their artistic abilities lie. You know what I mean? My daughter told me she wanna be a singer. I said, nah, honey, that's not you. I heard, <laughs> I've heard enough. You know, this, this is not in your future. Why are we going to waste money on these lessons? She's dope with the, she could paint, she could draw, uh-huh. she could do pictures. I encourage that. I bought her some crazy camera. I'm with it. I'm right. just saying there's a, there's a certain level of like instant talent that we all know we could see. We don't uh-huh. got to lie as adults. You know what I mean? Like one of the sneakers was dope, but there's been like 13 of them. You know what I mean? The other 12 <laughs> kids, like they should have made the cut shot. This <laughs> is like, yo. and you know Uh, me off like realistically like they're sick kids uh right right i mean so like i know they all didn't make it so i'm glad they got to experience designing the sneaker right but (laughs) (laughs) no more after but (laughs) i can't I cannot, in good faith, let you continue to talk. Because these kids are going to roll up on you, Gastor, and you're not even going to see it coming. 
You're just going to see one paint splattered shoe <laughs> in your bed one day. And you're going to go, what is that? And it's going to be a wrap for you. And I, I don't want that for you. So I, it behooves you to hush. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk some more, but I'm, I'm going to let it go. Yeah, right. Let it go for now. You know what I mean? The I want you to get good counsel before you continue on this topic. Uh, and uh, in case y'all don't know, the the thoughts of Gastron Monte don't apply to both hosts. Uh, no, no <laughs> this nigga's crazy. Don't put that on me. <laughs> they do not apply to both hosts of the show. So, yeah, don't put that on shot. Don't put that on me. I wear Sauconies. I It's not me. I love Nike. I'm a huge supporter of Nike, and uh, my wife has donated to the hospital on several occasions. I'm a huge supporter of both the cause and the company. See, I you are moving uphill to a butt, and I want you to just stop talking. <laughs> stop. Not all collaborations need to happen. That's what I'm saying, B. Okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But you you cannot say anything else until your lawyer is present. <laughs> Don't make me read you your rights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boeing reports strong end to its worst year in decades. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, Boeing ended its worst year in more than 40 years uh, with its best month of 2020. Uh, the company reported that it delivered 39 jets to customers in December. And deliveries are important because it's uh, that's when Boeing gets most of the money owed for a plane. Um, this doesn't change the full year or near-term outlook. Uh, for Boeing, which is struggling to recover from the dual crisis of the 737 MAX grounding and the pandemic fuel plunge in air travel. Uh, the company has been slashing production rates and cutting staff in response to the financial crisis hitting its airline customers. Uh, yeah, so rough time for the Boeing company. Um, just like as recently as uh, 2018, they had delivered 806 commercial jets. Uh, but this year they are peaking at 157. You know what I mean? So they ain't putting, they oh, ain't, wow. they ain't building okay. these things. It's real numbers. Uh, 737 grounding in particular, for those of y'all that don't know, uh, they had an issue uh, with one piece of equipment and they had uh, two accidents in the course of like three months. Over the <laughs> yeah, one, one piece of equipment, a, a minor little piece of equipment that kept the plane in the air. Yeah, it was wow. Like it's a it's a it's a big piece. You know? <laughs> like it's an important <laughs> it's, it was important enough that they grounded all planes, they all like, of those <laughs> that particular plane. And then they just they actually just put them back up in the air like in December. Yeah. Uh so and so I'm like, well, just uh, just another reason not to fly. Because yeah, I'm not getting on one of those. Can you ask the airline, like when you buy the tickets, like, yo, is this uh they will they should tell you what type of plane it is. And at the time of when it was at a fever pitch, um, as they were dropping those flights or whatever, they were definitely like, It's gonna be this kind of plane. Do you wanna get on it? <laughs> Which and and it fucked it up for a lot of like um like say Southwest or JetBlue, um but mostly Southwest, I think, because oh, they use those planes a lot and they yeah. have a set schedule every day of how often they they use it, you know, for right. particular routes. And so it's like, 
okay, well, um, fine. We were, I guess we can ground them, but then we won't have any way of flying people from, you know, Atlanta to um, Las Vegas or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they just had very set ones. And so it it really did screw things up a lot. Um, But, you know, so does a plane falling out of the sky. So (laughs) I can see. That might be um, a bigger hurdle. Yeah. And I I mean, I guess I I was just like, I mean, it's been enough time, but have they truly fixed that problem because uh, we hadn't really been checking on them. What with, uh, you know, a pandemic in the, in the sky, but, uh, so I don't even know if they even fixed it or if they're just like, eh, no one's paying attention now. You know what I mean? Cause it's a huge company. <laughs> yeah. It's got, um, it started it anyway. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? They, 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 they kind of felt like, yeah, you know what? This works. Nobody ever uses this one particular thing. <laughs> no one, yeah. No one's ever questioned this. So, and it's only happened twice. And I'm like, that's four times too many. Mm-hmm. What do you, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Get y'all shit right. Boeing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You are, you are the, the planes. You are basically the planes that are up there. So, so we ask it. Not, that's one of them jobs. Like, uh, was it the Chris Rock was saying? Like, uh, Yes, you, you can't have like B level students doing that shit. You know, you need all yeah. A's. I don't want ninety nine percent of my planes to make it. I need all the planes. Right, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, just I guess take this time to really work on it if you can, Boeing. I know, I know it's going to be hard because no one is taking delivery, no one's ordering new planes because hopefully no one's going anywhere. But you know, some idiots are going somewhere. I don't know. Just take a minute. Just double check. Dot dot all the I's, cross all the T's, make sure planes are going to stay up. That's all we asking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's got to be tough, though. Like, if any other job, you like, yo, we made 137 planes. Only two of them crash. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Those odds are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, in every other Especially profession. Especially when you consider funny. two years ago, they were delivering 800-something planes. <laughs> So, I mean, if you extrapolate, that's a lot of planes falling out of the sky. <laughs> like, yikes. Now, I, mean, I live by JFK Airport, man. I don't want stuff falling on me out here. No, absolutely you don't. Nah, <laughs> be careful out there. <laughs> uh, for companies, breaking up with Trump is a delicate dance. That's right, y'all. Mm-hmm. Following last week's insurrection at the U.S. Capitol with growing number of companies, are distancing themselves from President Donald Trump. It's like that. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's happening? Airbnb said that it will try to ban Capital Riders from staying at properties on its platform. As Woo, did you hear about that? I, I don't that, know. What happened there? I that in its own self. So, you know, they uh, a lot of hotels saw that this was happening which is wild that the hotel saw that it was happening but um some of the police didn't (laughs) anywho (laughs) so um so and so they were just like uh and they closed down the gates and they shut it down they're like nope we're not open um smart but you know some of the higher end ones did um but those rooms were snatched up pretty quickly um so then people were getting airbnbs that were in the neighborhood wow and so folks would Folks went to work or had their day, watched this thing happen, and then looked out their window and saw people who had been renting Airbnbs coming back, (laughs) carrying the shit. And they were like, holy crap. So, you know, um, some neighborhoods, there's even 
some neighborhoods were just like, well, you know, we didn't know. And then some people who you put the Airbnb up, you can't, you can cancel them before they show up, you know, for whatever reason. But once they show up, it's a little bit harder uh, to kick them out without avoiding, uh, you know, some sort of the possibility of lawsuits. Right, right. So, so they didn't, you know, no one knew, I guess, that it was going to be that big. Um, and you don't really ask, are you guys coming to take over the Capitol? Like, that's not one of the questions. <laughs> so who's saying with you, oh, just uh, me and this podium, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just what you know so oh um, man i feel for the man. yeah so that was a that was a whole thing of people like being upset that um that their neighbors airbnb out their places the people who did airbnb their places being upset that they didn't know that that was why those folks were coming in yeah and wanting to have a better way to and then there's one clip of uh some people who i guess had Airbnb to place that was in a, a black neighborhood okay near there and then afterwards all that coming and they showed up they got like Trump on the back of their you know sticker on the back of their car and all this stuff and they go to park and people start yelling at them like hey get that shit out of here uh-uh get that shit out of here but this is this is the house that Biden built we ain't we ain't got time for you and one guy like yeah you pull out your gun I'm gonna pull out my gun we're gonna start shooting now what go. get out of here go. and they just they started to get out of the car and pull like a Trump flag out. And then they just put all that shit back in the car uh-huh. and then just kind of pulled off. And they're like, yeah, that's what we thought. Real toy ain't so, that brave, know, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also like, that's wild of them to, but if you don't know the neighborhoods, <laughs> then I guess <laughs> it's highly possible you're going to get an Airbnb in a black neighborhood in DC. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to be like, the fuck? <laughs> you're going to be like, touche. I will. <laughs> I guess we'll just drive back tonight, honey. Basically. But, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that air, that it was a, a real situation that I didn't even consider until I, uh, read something, uh, read a couple of articles about people being upset in the aftermath of that. Of just like, yeah, that, that was that one of night. my first thoughts. Cause I'm like, I'm a landlord. I'm like, I, I, I got tenants that I mm-hmm. trust. Like I interviewed the hell out of them before right. they get into my apartment. So like Airbnb like blows my mind as is. And then, mm-hmm. like, you telling me, like, I see all this happen at my job, and then you come home, and you got, like, the rec- like you got the sign right. in my parking lot, you know, and you holding it proudly, and you walking into my building. Yeah. Also, yeah, exactly. Like, $180 for the night. Yeah. It don't make no sense. Yeah. So, so that is, I, I'm sure, as a, like, a business being upset, that is one of them. Does that, uh, wait, does this article have the thing about, um companies who who donated money yeah to... there's a few of them they got a gofundme no longer allowing uh people to fundraise for travel expenses for potentially dangerous <laughs> events uh deutsche bank which uh loaned uh the trump organization more than 300 mil over the oh, past wow. decade announced that they will no longer do business with trump or any of his companies going forward uh facebook and twitter obviously uh bar mm. trump from their platforms and uh, Facebook also announced they are removing any content that includes the phrase stop the steal um, mm-hmm. a common refrain from uh, last week's riots. Uh, let me see if there's any more, but uh, it's quite a few uh, there. Uh, the- There's, there are some companies that had donated money to um, uh, senators or con or any Congress people 
who um who were fighting the vote. Okay. Um and I think this is a thing and uh Listeners, you can let me know if I'm right on this. I feel like this is a thing that companies do where they donate money to Democrats and Republicans if they are if they represent the region that that company is in uh, just to, you know, kind of hedge their bets. Right, right. And to make, say like, hey, look, we gave you all a few million. You got to do what we say. Oh, this guy won. We gave you all a few million. You got to do what we say. <laughs> so but the ones the companies who had donated. So I saw like this list of companies who had donated to like, uh, you know, the Republican senators who were fighting uh, the vote. Um and uh, I was just like, holy crap, look at all of these companies that do this. And then Hallmark, who had donated money, uh, uh, like a few million, has asked for their money back. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm going to need that back. <laughs> nah, nah, B, that over here, B. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I stopped payment on that check. I'm going to need that back. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> I thought you would like that. That feels like something you would do. <laughs> Damn right. Yo, yo, run that back, my G. Nah. <laughs> nah, don't even throw out the envelope. I'm going to take that stamp back. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we have uh, uh, in our last article to kind of lighten the mood here a bit. Uh, this is an article uh, you you said uh, was submitted by a fan of ours. You want to oh, take the lead on this yes. one? Okay. So, all right. <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> where to begin. Um. Uh. Let's see. Oh wait. Hold on. Let me let me quickly get the name of the Twitter the Twitter name of the person who submitted this. Um bless them. And again, if you want to submit any sort of articles, um, you can just send them to either me on Twitter or Instagram at silky jumbo in both cases, or you can send them to uh Gastor, uh, at Gastor Almonte and we will take them. What else are we doing? So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll absolutely cover it. So this is at Jody slaughter. Uh, her name on the, on the page is a uh, Dame, Jody Slaughter. So Shout please Jody. respect respect the name. Okay. Um, so this article is <laughs> the title is um, "Hacker Locks Internet Connected Chastity Cage Demands Ransom." Wow. Now, what does that mean? Um, basically, there are chastity. We are we're all familiar with the idea of a chastity belt. Yes. Right. Um, if not, it's a chastity belt is, uh, just a way to lock down, uh, your genitals. Um, you know, it's a belt, it's a full on like kind of underwear type thing for, um, uh, female genitals for male genitals. It's like a cage to put your, uh, twig and berries in. And, um, it's, uh, used in a lot of, um, like, uh, su sub and dom type you know, BDSM kind of situations as, uh, you know, as just part of the, the sex play, or if it's even deeper than that, depending on how deep your BDSM relationship is. Um, so, you know, it's been around for centuries, right? Okay. The chastity 
felt. You know, that's what uh, fathers would put on their daughters uh, to make sure that they're pure when they go to sell them at 13 to some enterprising young man. Uh, you know, <laughs> but to make sure that their girls are pure, yes, yeah, slap a little chastity belt on them. So uh, it's it is what it is. But you know, in in a form of sex play, um, uh, from what little reading or assuming I've done or am doing, um, it it would be a way to that someone else has control of your stuff that they they in a way to own you. Okay. You know, right? So it so this all checks out, right? Well, you know, we we can't just keep using uh chainmail, you know, let's bring it into the now. So they've got them that are internet connected. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So I I just wanted to give you that uh background here. Um so, so the like, piece I could update like my WordPress blog like I could write a medium article and also like make sure that my partner is locked up. Yeah. Same so it's a way it's it's a way to like um like have <laughs> have control over them like from a distance, which is also part of the relationship anyway. Um, you know, like from a dis you know, to still be controlling while far away you know the dom can like i got i can control your your chastity belt or chastity cage or whatever so um you can't see me right now shot but like yeah, I, I have a I feeling i googled some of these right now this is crazy like yeah it's it's, it's, a, it's, it's a kind thing. of wild yeah like i i see i can see why people would be into this i'm not into this but i can see it but these are intense yeah, they're very they're very intense. So here's the here's the piece. A hacker co- took control of uh, people's internet connected chastity cages and demanded a ransom to be paid in Bitcoin to unlock it. Your cock is mine now, the hacker told one of the victims, <laughs> according to a screenshot of the conversation obtained by a security researcher that goes by the name Smelly and is the force uh, and is the founder of VX Underground, a website that con- collects malware samples. Um, in October of last year, security researchers found that the manufacturer of an Internet of Things chastity cage, a sex toy that users put around their penis to prevent erections that is used in the BDSM community and can be unlocked remotely, had left an API exposed, giving malicious hackers oh a chance God. to control the devices. And that's exactly what happened, according to a security researcher who obtained screenshots of conversations between the hacker and several victims. And according to victims interviewed, um, a victim who asked to be identified only as Robert said he received a message from a hacker demanding a payment of 0.02 Bitcoin, which is about $750 today, to unlock the device. He realized his cage was definitely locked and he could not gain access to it. Fortunately, I did not have this locked on myself while this happened, Robert said in an online chat. Whoo shit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. You imagine yeah. like, yo, yo, my dick is locked up, honey. I need you. I need you to send this lady $750. <laughs> let my dick go. And she right. gotta tell you, nah, you gotta wait a day because I gotta transfer it to Coinbase to convert it to Bitcoin. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, yo, exactly. that's cr- why would they- 
like I'm cool with everything else, but yo, like that's dirty. Like this hacker yeah. demanded Bitcoin is grimy. Demanding like that's <laughs> the grimy part. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay I, with everything else. I admire the hustle, the ingenuity <laughs> of finding this opportunity. Bash is wrong. Like, all right, B, are you getting your money, B? But why do I gotta wait two to three business days for this conversion? <laughs> I truly didn't think of that. I just thought of like maybe not everything needs to be not everything needs to have coding involved. Do you, you know what I mean? Like may I, uh, and maybe, maybe I would just be an old school. Like, can we just do this with like a key? Yeah. Yeah. Can I just have like a key in the freezer and then you have the other one. And then I just swear that I won't, you know, you know what I mean? Like we're going to have to have that discussion, but I don't, necessarily want i don't think i want remote work i think maybe i'm just too out of date or or old for that because of hacker situations because i don't i don't want the chocha hacked and a lot you know what i mean like that I don't is, know. I, I do think it's kind of cool like if it was like my car security like if i could walk <laughs> by my girl be like beep beep you know that's kind of fire. I'm getting, I wasn't no. into this cake before, but I'm into it nope. now. That's pretty nope. dope. <laughs> uh-uh. No, I, no, I feel like that is <laughs> wrong. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, also, I, I think it's cute that you think that you're not going to be the one with a cage on your stuff. That's cool. cute. Yo, that, that's dope too. Story <laughs> won't buy me. Peep, peep. That's the fire. I'm with it. Oh, yo, but, I'm I looking mean, like, this. It's, it's, you know, it's just, technology everywhere you know i mean like i i saw that this could be a a possibility like years ago when they started making like um vibrators that would that were wireless and could sync up with like your playlist so whatever you're playing they could vibe based on (laughs) on the beat of that and i was like no because i mean like that has to be a very controlled situation, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> Yo, you got so your yeah. belt B. My shit come with Spotify, son. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, like that kind of thing. But uh, the idea of someone just being like, uh, "Nah, I'm just going to lock it from here," whether they, whether you agreed upon that or someone hacked into it, is terrifying to me. I, I mean, I, I like to know where it is at, at all times. I don't want. I don't want my stuff just walking away from me, but like, I don't think I need to lock it down. It's not going anywhere. (laughs) No one's, no one's running off with it. (laughs) It's just as tired as I am. If I'm look, if I can't find it, I'm looking for it. It's literally on the pillow right next to me. Like, girl, I am exhausted. So it's like, it's like basketball when you playing defense, you know what I mean? Don't look mm -hmm. at all the hand motions. Just follow the belly button, wherever the belly button goes. (laughs) It goes too, you know what I mean? Wait, what? You know, like in basketball, well, wait, is that really a school of thought in basketball? Yeah, like they tell you, like not to look at the hands because that's how you get tricked for crossovers. So they Uh tell you when you're playing defense, just to move where the belly button moves because the belly button can't cross you; it's the middle of the body. So if you look at the hands, you get tricked. You know, you, that's, that's how Jordan got crossed up by Iverson. He didn't know somebody was that quick before. He was just looking at the hands. But if you look at the midsection, you follow the belly button, the hands don't <laughs> matter. The belly button goes where it goes. Same for the 
for the chastity situation. You know what I mean? Somehow but- that is more obscene than the chastity belt situation. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm going to be up all <laughs> night thinking about that. Yeah, that's how they teach defense to, 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 to basketball players. It's how you. Oh, wow. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Well, look, all I'm saying, y'all, is like, <laughs> make sure it, it take a moment to change your passwords right now. Maybe, <laughs> you know, like, let's let's tighten up all security. All right, no. <laughs> let's. Yeah, you yeah, know, your, your uh, Chase password, Chase. your Facebook password, and your Chastity Belt password. Yeah, let's should not be the same. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need a password manager, then so be it. There um, you go. I tend to jot down my password somewhere, but I don't. You know, I'll have to rethink that. Man, um, if I got a if I got a freaking plug in a <laughs> USB drive into my penis. <laughs> just oh like, and you and you have not been around uh today's vibrators uh because the vibrator that i i hear i use is is the one that a friend gave me and it has 20 speeds it has a docking station and you plug it in by usb so i have to use like a little square <laughs> wow <laughs> like where's my apple square and then i gotta plug it in <laughs> <laughs> oh that's uh, awesome yeah, oh, so dude. you know, I don't have to spend a lot of money on batteries, but I do have to just have that thing <laughs> sitting on my nightstand during the day and just hope that my roommate doesn't look in and go, What the <laughs> <laughs> You gotta love it. That's right. That's us covering tech right there. That's our tech tech report. Yeah, that's our tech report. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another war report. Uh Thank you, as always, for listening. If you like what you heard, please like and subscribe. If you're an Apple listener, please rate us. I'm appreciating all the ratings that are coming in. They're extremely helpful. Thank you for that. Please keep giving us the five-star ratings. I love you all for doing it. Um, If you have articles that you want us to cover as the one we just did, send them in. As you heard, uh, feel free to DM us either on Twitter or on IG, at Gastronomonte, at Silky Jumbo. We'll cover it. We'll shout you out. It's a good time. You know what I mean? That's what we do. Uh, with that said, uh, this week can't be any worse than last week. So I hope you have a better week than that. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Gastro Monte. It's the homie Soleil with Shop. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.